Hi everybody, welcome to the Here to Ask podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kay. Everybody has a story to tell and I'm here to ask all that because I'm here to ask. Join me each and every Monday as I ask people from different walks of life, be it your celebrities, normal people, doctors, teachers, street vendors, family and friends and I ask them weird questions, random questions, be it funny, whatever it may be. Do join me each and every Monday as I ask these questions and I get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Here to Us podcast with me, your host, Michelle K. Today I'm joined by Kisha Wiley. We're going to be talking about interior designing, we're going to be talking about all things colors, what you'd like to know if you're into designing at all, all the things you thought about interior designing, which you're going to be shocked to hear. So hi Kisha and thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast. Thank you so much for having me Michelle. So it's I'm really looking forward to this chat with you. All right so here on the Here to Us podcast I like to start with a segment I call the yay or nay segment whereby we'll be talking about things that are an assumption with what you do and you tell me if it's a yay or a nay. The whole point is to just set the record straight. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Is it a yay or a nay that interior design isn't all fun and fabric? I'm going to say nay. And it is a lot of fun and there is a lot of fabric, but there's a whole lot more to it. So we'll dive into that, I'm sure, a bit later, but it's definitely a nay for me. All right. The next one, interior designers don't come cheap at all. So I think a lot of people would say yay, but I'm going to say nay because we actually, because we are so experienced, we know exactly what to avoid what mistakes not to make anymore and we land up saving you a lot of money in the long run all right now i want people to get to know you can you please tell me who you are and where you come from so obviously my name is keisha and i was born in joburg was raised here in joburg and then i went off to stellenbosch to study a bcom and then went to cape town to study interior design then I worked in Joburg for a little bit as a junior interior designer and I decided to pack up and move to Australia and lived there for about a year and a half. Really didn't like it at all. So I came back to sunny South Africa and here I am now. I love Sydney. Um, I've always wanted to be in Australia. Now you're saying you didn't like it at all. I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> and I think I'm one of the only few who've, who've actually come back. So. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a traumatic experience for me. I couldn't get jobs that paid well. Um, so obviously living in a really expensive place with not that much money and only 25, it was, um, yeah, it wasn't fun at all. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely imagine that. So can you please tell me exactly what it is that you do? I mean, we all know what interior designing is, like just by the name of it, but what well, how would you describe it yourself? So interior design, so basically what I do, I've actually changed up the model quite a bit. 
and I've created an online interior design platform. So mm -hmm. I actually assist people transforming their homes online rather than the one-on-one -on -one consultations that land up getting really expensive and you know the back and forth all the time. So I've created a system that's made it quite streamlined. We can do it all online. Um, and you can be anywhere in the country or the world and I can still transform your space. And then I've started moving towards, I've launched an online interior design course. So obviously still using me as a designer can land up being expensive. So I've created a course, an online interior design course called Ditch Your Designer, which assists people learning my exact method of interior design. They can follow it step by step and they can still get the same transformation as if an interior designer had done it. Hmm. All right, that sounds interesting. And I mean, I have been through your course and it's very easy to go through. It's very easy to follow through. And if you're not understanding anything, you can easily go back and just do it all over again. I think it's an amazing course. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. But it's, yeah, it's, I just think people need to feel empowered and everyone deserves to live in a nice space. So I just thought this was a great way to provide for everyone who wants to create that space for themselves. So when did you start this business? So I started it in May of 2017. So it's been going for a good few years now. Hmm. And who would you say or what would you say inspired you like to start Ditch Your Designer and be like, oh. I want to help other people in different countries. I want to do this. I want to reach out. I want to make videos. What would you say inspired you? Uh, what inspired me, I suppose, I mean, I've always loved interior design. I used to watch all the TV shows. And when I was small, I would um, ask my dad, I'd cut out of the newspaper all the big homes that were like, like up the road from us that we lived in like a really old house and my dad like never wanted to put money into it and I was obsessed with like these big beautiful homes so I'd cut out the newspaper and um, of the homes that were for sale in the area and I'd take my dad to those areas to those houses so I could go and have a look and it just kind of inspired me I suppose and then um, when I was in Stellenbosch my friend who I was living with said she was going for an interview at an interior design college and did I want to go along for the ride with her from Stellenbosch to Cape Town so obviously being a student we just jumped in the car and spontaneously went and when we arrived the headmistress of the school invited me into the interview as well she said I shouldn't just sit in the hot car yeah. so I landed up going in for the interview and I was like oh my gosh this is also for me I really really want to do this and yeah, luckily enough, I was able to, and that's kind of how I got into the industry. It was, obviously I had the passion, but it was also a little bit by accident, which is quite funny. Yeah, and it's actually kind of good, gives you that background story, you know, you'd be like one day, oh, telling your children, I did this and I wasn't expecting it and this, that. That is actually it's kind so of true. <laughs> so it's like what... any opportunity to take could change your life. Yeah, so what would you say um, makes a good interior designer? So I would say understanding what your client wants. So that is, I find a lot of interiors, not all of them, but a lot of interior designers have their own specific style and they don't like to change up their style because obviously that's what they're good at and that's yeah. what they really like. So they often won't ask the questions or uh really consider what the client wants or needs according to their style or their functionality where I think what really makes a good designer is totally understanding the client's needs, asking the right questions, 
and designing according to what the finished look of what the client wants because at the end of the day the designer is not going to land up living in that house and the client really needs to be happy so i think just always putting your client's needs first, first. and making sure that they're happy yeah i totally understand that you can't just go with what you know because you want to be on the safe side i mean it's sort of about choose about who's paying right 100 percent, i agree <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I, I understand that in every profession, there are challenges and these challenges, some people, it's too hectic for them or it's just something that they can't change. What challenges would you say that as an interior designer or when it comes to digital designer that you've gone through and you overcame? So I think the biggest part, so actually, so the first part of that question would be the actual interior design side of it would be people's budget. So I think, um, sadly, you know, I think like obviously furniture is really expensive these days and there's not much anyone can do about it. But I think people see the transformations on my Instagram page and they think, okay, great, I can do this for 10,000 Rand. But unfortunately, it does cost a lot more than that to do a transformation as well as with the design fees and things like that. So I think trying to match clients' expectations and not turning them away and making them feel disappointed that maybe their budget isn't quite enough to get that dream transformation. So it's really hard to have that conversation with people. And I think that's why I created Digital Designers so people can buy the course, they can pay for it, um, you know, they don't have to, uh, it's interest free and they can do it in their own time. They can save up for it because they've got access to the course forever. So I just thought that was a really good second step. So if someone can't afford me or can't afford all the furniture right now, then the course is the next best option, which was, I, I find was a nice way to kind of help people with that budget issue when you're doing digital designer course you can save up your time money for your own furniture you can go buy your own stuff and see costs actually and be like oh okay so this is how much this costs you know exactly and the nice thing is also if people are students in the group in the digital designer course they get exclusive access to discounts that i have with my suppliers i literally send them straight to my suppliers where obviously if i'm designing i'm going to use my suppliers and put on a markup where if you're a student you can go straight to the supplier there's no markup and you actually land up saving a lot more than what the course actually costs yeah and you sound so passionate about it like you sound like you love what you do tell me about what you enjoy about being an interior designer so i think it's obviously the grand transformation at the end and seeing the customer how happy they are and um you know just basically creating a space that they're so proud of and they finally have a space that they can entertain in or have their kiddies parties and they're proud of their space like that's a huge thing for me and um and then obviously of course on the digital designer side it's teaching people and empowering them i think so many people have made so many expensive mistakes in the past where after they've done the course they feel so confident and you know they they really understand their style they know exactly what they're doing and it's just that it's that sense of pride that they have at the end of the course 
that they've created their own space that they absolutely love. The involvement, like they were really, really involved in the transformation. Exactly, exactly. And their growth, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So what would you say is the difference between interior design and interior decoration? Are they the same thing or they're totally different? So it's funny. I think um, interior designers, I remember when I first got my um, interior designer um, degree, people would say I'm a decorator and then you'd like get so upset. See, now with age, I really don't mind. But, um, but they are different. So mm -hmm. an interior designer, you require specific schooling and formal training because you actually need to understand how the structural changes work in the house. You need It's almost like interior architecture. So obviously you can't change the exterior. You need to be an architect for that. Yeah. Um, but for an interior designer, you can change the internal structure of the wall. Um, you also need to learn uh, different specific computer programs like AutoCAD um, and things like that, which also architects use. And where decorators more on the aesthetic side. So you actually aren't required to have any formal training if you want to be a decorator. Um, but obviously you can't do any renovations or structural changes. And as I say, the main focus is aesthetics and it is more like a surf surface level um, where it's like color schemes and fabrics and things like that, where it's not hardcore space planning and you know, full on yeah. renovations. It's much easier. Anybody can just decorate and do it. Yeah, I think if someone has a natural knack for it, you'll often find like the older ladies who um, are getting bored sitting at home, that they often yeah. become decorators because they normally do have quite a good eye. Um, but yeah, if you want to become a decorator, then you definitely don't need any kind of formal training. But a designer, like you can't just go in and start knocking down walls because you'll have some sort of lawsuit on your hand if you don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Now, who would you say is your favorite interior designer of all time? Somebody that you look up to and have been following for the longest of time? Oh my goodness, there's so many. There's like a, people are just absolutely incredible with what they do. But I, if I had to choose, um, probably uh, Studio McGee, and they've got that show on Netflix. So if anyone wants to go see it, they're so, so talented. And then my other favorite um, company, that's actually an Australian company, and they're called Three Birds Renovations. And they are like three friends who've started up this company and it's just grown from strength to strength. And you know, I would move into one of their houses yesterday if I could. <laughs> it is that good. You, are, you must go look at the Instagram. It's so brilliant. I'll definitely check it out. If you were not into interior designing, what do you think you'd be doing right now? So I really love the marketing side of my business. So I think I would definitely have a passion for marketing if I stopped doing design. So I mean, I love the strategies behind it. I love human psychology. Uh, I love like how the trends are always changing now. It's the focus on video and TikTok and reels and things like that. And I love, I just, I've, I'm loving how creative people are, you know, marketing and things like that. And basically appealing to people's needs through psychology, but like in a creative way. So I think I would definitely be tapping into that. Yeah. And it is a very fun field. I mean, you would be shocked at the things that people do in just a small amount of time, like 30 second video, you can learn a lot of things. Completely. I mean, I even find that on TikTok, I, you know, they <laughs> see so many memes going around of like older people on TikTok and I feel like I'm one of them. 
but uh, the amount that I've learned on marketing and tips and tricks and things like that, it's unbelievable what's out there. So yeah, I really, really have a passion for that too. Are you currently working on any big project at the moment? So I'm finishing up projects for the year already because um, suppliers are starting to close probably at the end of October. So I'm just wrapping up some projects and some orders. And then I'm reopening Digital Designer at the end of October. So I want that to be my focus for the last launch of the year. And um, so that will open on the 25th of October and then close again on the 1st of November. So that's the last time it will open this year. And I thought um, it will definitely help more people to kind of get their own design journey going, even if I can't personally help them uh, through my design platform. Hmm. All right. Good luck with that. I hope that, you know, more people get to know that course and that more people actually do sign up for the courses because they are amazing and they're really easy to use. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I'm really excited. And the people who have signed up are loving it. So, yeah, it's great feedback. All right. So before I let you go, I want to ask you two more questions. The first one being, what do you think um, makes a successful business? Like for all my entrepreneurs out there who are listening today, what do you think are the ingredients to a successful business? So, I mean, besides the obvious, like you need to work hard and all those good things, I really think being customer focused and putting your customer first will change the game. So you you know, it's not just focusing on making money. Of course, that's why everyone goes into their own business. But it's if you don't understand your clients' needs and you aren't going to be relatable to them and you're not understanding what their problems are and their own language of how they speak, um, you know, you could have the best product in the world, but no one's going to buy it if you aren't relating to them. So I really think understanding your clients absolutely backwards as well as putting their needs first. So even if they're being absolutely ridiculous, obviously there's up to a certain point, but you know, you just have to listen to them, put yeah. their needs first. And as soon as they complain or something, it's how you handle it. And if you handle it with care, then people will always come back, even if you made a mistake or something. Hmm. So I, I would, I've seen that time and time again, and it works every time when people feel like they trust you. Do you have any mantra, daily affirmations, daily code that you tell yourself each and every day to go out there before you do your work? So for me, I mean, I think everyone has struggles and everyone has problems in their life, regardless of what the whatever's going on. Yeah. And I love to remind myself that the struggle is part of your story. So I just like related to an autobiography. No one buys a boring autobiography where someone was born, they inherited a lot of money and now they're rich. You know, it's actually the struggles and the, um, the hills and the obstacles that they come over that make their story. So I just like, whenever I'm going through a hard time, I'm like, this is part of my story. This is what's going to make me better. This is yeah. what's going to make me better. And I really, yeah, that, that quote really does keep me going. Yeah, definitely. And I can resonate with that because it keeps, it actually wants you to do better for yourself. It actually wants you to do more for yourself. So if people want to find you on social media, they want to see the transformations that you've done, where can they get you? So I'm quite active on Instagram and most of my transformations are there. So you can find me on Instagram at Homing Pigeon Inc. So Homing like H-O-M-I-N-G. Pigeon like the bird and ink, I-N-C, like incorporated. So I just got one last pop-up question. I know I said I'm going to let you go, but <laughs> where did the name K uh, come from? Like homing pigeon, where did the, 
How did you come up with it? So I always thought interior design is quite a pretentious industry and people think you have to be a multi-billionaire to afford an interior designer. Yeah. So I thought Homing Pigeon was quirky, it was fun, it was relatable and you know it was almost like girl next door kind of yeah. type of name. So I wanted people to feel like okay I can actually engage with this brand. And um, yeah, homing pigeon is obviously, it goes out, it sends a message and it always comes back home. It's like us every day, we go out, we do our thing and we always coming back home. And as long as the home is a space that we love, then we can rejuvenate and replenish ourselves and do the same thing tomorrow. Yeah, I can really, I really, really like that. It actually makes a lot of sense. Now, thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast and for taking your time to talk to me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for asking me, Michelle. I absolutely love all your work and your content and you're doing amazing stuff. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. That was Kisha Wiley there joining me today on the Here to Us podcast. We were talking about interior design. Now she is on Instagram as the Humming Pigeon. You guys must go there and follow her and see her craft. I mean, she's really, really amazing. I had a chance to work with her and I must say that the course is very easy. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Here to Us podcast. Do join me again next week, Monday for another fun thrilling episode of the here to us podcast hosted by me michelle k remember be good if you cannot be good be safe thank you so much for listening